Spring training is three weeks away, but this offseason continues to crawl along, especially for the Guardians who are stuck in TV deal hell. So we're going to make some fake trades for them as part of our Let's Make a Deal series to inject some life into this offseason. You are Locked On Guardians, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Glad that you are joining us today. Thank you to some of our everydayers out there, uh, like David and John, always out there leaving a comment, which we appreciate. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. Check out Game Time. Justin uses it to go see uh, Jonas Brothers, the Jonas Brothers <laughs> which is like... Three of them are, are more than one Bieber, and uh, the Angels we're going to discuss first in one of our trade pieces where I, I will tell you I'll be talking about a, a Bieber, not not the current California one, but a different one. I mean, Justin Bieber might be a solid prospect in the Angels system at this point. Who knows? The way things are going. The Angels, it's kind of rough out there. The AL West is weird. We, we are talking about the AL West today for trades and... Um, it's, it's a little weird. Some of these divisions have been weird as we have gone through this exercise and uh, we completed the entire NL. We both concluded that the NL East had nothing to offer for Cleveland for the most part. And I think the NL West or the AL West might be right behind the NL East. Like it is, there were plenty of deals to be had in the central. There were some deals to be had in the West. There were absolutely no deals to be had in the, in the NL East. And I think the AL West is right up there with them. It's, it's pretty bad, but, Jeff, I do have a blockbuster trade at the end of the show you can wait for. It yeah, I uh, I had Just one only, too, only but one. then but uh, I had, I had put together uh, a list for the uh, AL East. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I guess that's that one's late. just as bad. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll discuss that one later. But uh, starting week, off yeah. with with the Angels, correct? Yeah, we'll go with the Angels. Okay, here's my targets in the Angels. Taylor Ward is an obvious target. Obviously, you've been on him for years. I agree with you there. I threw in Brandon Drury. I don't have a deal for Brandon Drury, but I still like him. Um, if Cleveland could go out and get him, I yeah, I still like him. I'm not sure where he fits, but um, he makes some sense. And I think the Angels would be inclined to move him for something that could help them out long term because he's only got one year left on his deal and. I just don't see the Angels as serious contenders in the AL West. I think I I would imagine they don't see themselves that way either. And then I know, I know they're, they're making signings like they think they are. I mean, they're trying to strengthen their bullpen. They've they've got. I they mean, did they, give Stevenson a deal. They did give more. Their bullpen is interesting, but they're good yeah. trade targets for them. I, if I'm looking at that, I'm looking at that as a way to to improve their their team because um, bullpen guys are always a hot commodity at the trade deadline, especially for left handed relievers like. Matt Moore, who's back over there just to get traded in, in August or um, put on the waivers. Uh, my third target, not a big one. It's Cam Minacci from uh, last year's draft. I, I, not really realistic, but I just really liked him in last year's draft. A ton. I wanted Cleveland to take him, and they didn't. So uh, if there's any way that um, the Angels feel like they could improve their system by trading him, I would do it. But I don't think it could because he could be a nice cheap pitcher for them. But I have a deal in there anyway. So, um I've got one deal, and 
I might be overpaying, but I don't know. And I got one deal for Minachi that probably isn't anything of significance. But my trade is for Taylor Ward, who the only thing I have here, Taylor Ward is older. I know he's got a lot of club control left and he's got good skills as far as OBP and power. It just he's a little bit older. But I hear I have Parker Messick, who I think fits the Angels a ton because they could put him in the big leagues next year for all we know, because that's how the Angels do work, and he might be ready. Gabriel Arias, you know, he could play third base for them because Anthony Rendon's gonna get hurt. Um, let's let's just be honest about that. And he seems like the kind of guy they would like. And then I threw in Wilfredo and Tunis as kind of a lottery ticket, you know, player there because that is the thing with Ward is that he does have club control, so it's gonna cost a few pieces to do this. I kind of feel like I'm underpaying here now that I'm looking at this further. So I have Parker Messick, Gabriel Arias, and Wilfredo Antunias for Taylor Ward. I'm just, I don't know. My, like I said, my yeah. only thing is he's older. I think, and he is coming off a serious injury. And it's not a physical injury, but it's a serious injury. And uh, for people who don't know, it was uh, a facial fracture from a hit by pitch. You don't know how guys are going to recover from that. There have been guys who have come back who have not had, um, yeah, never been the a same lot of success after that. So it's, yeah, I'm. He's going to be thirty. Yeah, he's going to be thirty all year. So, what do you think for for? I, I don't think they're going to make their major league team worse for Parker guys Messick. who aren't helping. You know, I, I I just don't think that's enough to, especially because we've kind of seen the the outfield market is is a need for so many people. I just feel like that there's slightly more because even, yeah, he got hit in the face and we don't know what that is going to be like, but I mean, he's still, and he'll be 30 and he's not the best defender, but he still had like a 114 way to runs creative plus. I want to say, or 110. It was definitely over one seven. Yeah. Okay. So it was close, but I mean, he's still productive, not as productive as two years ago, but this isn't a situation of like Bieber where the, the production before the injury was middling, uh, it, it was still solid. Yeah, he was plus three outs above average in left field and plus two outs above average in right field. So Ward is a solid defender. You're right. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to give my own graded, my own trade a thumbs down. That this it's going to take more to get Taylor Ward. So tell me what your trade is because I know you love Taylor Ward. Uh, so my thought was one because of their situation. It's like Joe Adele. People keep thinking is going to be successful. So maybe that is why you know they're willing to consider Ward. Um, you know, I first started trying to do what you did and kind of be like, well, maybe it could be like Valera and, and other pieces is like, ah, forget this. So this is a team that could still be active in free agency. There are a lot of DHs out there, uh, so they can afford to trade a bat. So uh, I'm going for Ward and uh, Drury, both. Okay. So Cleveland then adds a pair of players that can help them. Um, Trying to remember if they're both uh, Drury, I know is right-handed, and Ward, I believe, is also right-handed. Helps mm-hmm. Cleveland. Um, and I'm trading them Bieber, Freed, Bieber, and Freeman, and then I, I would consider also throwing in Sandlin if that helps get across the finish line. Uh, you're getting, you know, the big name pitcher, which will make the fans are happy, and their rotation isn't terrible, honestly, right now. Um, I, I like a lot of pieces in that rotation. Freeman gives them a little more depth. He could also be the answer at third for when Rendon gets hurt. He could start the year at short if they feel like Neto was rushed. You know, he could he can fill in, you know, or they could have him play second, move Ren Giffo around. Uh, he's a California kid. And Sandlin just gives him more bullpen depth. I mean, I like adding more. I like adding Stevenson and Estevez a solid, but that was my thought. Bieber and Freeman, you said maybe Sandlin to push it. Yeah. 
but you're also you're getting but you're getting Drury and Ward. Yes. I feel like that's probably not enough for both. I, I just wonder like if, probably... like, like I said, that maybe they could then jump out and sign JD Martinez to be that full time DH or something like that. Yeah, I think I think if you want to get both of those guys on your team, I think you got to get a little bit more because the thing with Bieber is we're already seeing that there's just not a lot of market for him out there right now. So clearly he doesn't have enough value in this deal. And I don't think Freeman and Sandlin do enough for them to give you both hitters. I know, I know Drury's only got one year left, but who who's the centerpiece for, for Taylor Ward in this, in this trade? Because Bieber. Yeah. See, if that, I think if that was possible, Cleveland might've done it already. No, I agree. I think, yeah. I, I don't think, Bieber's I guess I'm trading more from for that how they value him than maybe his actual value. Like the, yeah. the value it would take for them to trade him more than what the value appears to be presenting right now involving him. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. I, I mean, I could see that trade working for just Taylor Ward straight up. If you drop Drury, but I don't think it's enough for both because those are two above average hitters. And I don't see, I know, I know you're saying they can go out and sign somebody, but I think, there's they, those two guys have more value in a trade than you know because we clearly see Bieber doesn't enough. have a lot of value right now. So I'm gonna shoot you down on that one. All right, we got the Astros to go. We have the team formerly known as the Oakland Athletics, and we have the Mariners, which is gonna be a weird one. And then we'll have the Rangers all coming up as we wrap up. Not not our last because we it's our second to last. We'll explain a little more about that later. But our second to last, let's make a deal podcast. Before we get into more trades, you can make yourself a great deal at game time. You know why? Because they have tickets to last minute tickets to every event you can think of flash deals. Um, It's a super easy way to buy tickets in your area and find the best prices. Um, I'm taking my wife to the Kelsey Brothers bobblehead game, uh, Cavs game on March 5th. Actually, that's right when we get back from spring training. We're going the next day. Um, I found those tickets on there because they were a hot commodity. Everybody wants to see the Kelsey brothers right now, obviously. So um, I don't know if you can get tickets on game time to the, uh, the newly presented, what was it? Uh, Billy Joel and Rod Stewart concert that everybody felt let down on the announcement at Cleveland Brown stadium. Uh, you'll probably be able to find those tickets there and you'll be able to find great deals with the game time guarantee, which gives you 110%, 110% of the difference. If you find tickets in the same row and section for less uh, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time right now. All Game Time users get $100 off big game the big game ticket uh, with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Download the Game Time app and use code V E G A S $100 uh, dollar sign 100 for $100 off a big game ticket. If you're not going to the game, use our code Lockdown for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Jeff, the Astros, weird one. Um, I never gave you a small here. trade on the Angels. I was realizing I, the I gave you that like. one up because it was it was okay. Jose Tana for Caminacci, which I don't know why the Angels would do that. But okay, I, I just um, someone was going to ask, so I just wanted to make yeah. sure we had our bases covered. I did. I, I would love to get Caminacci in one of those deals that you presented to. So uh, my Astros targets, they have some interesting players that could be of interest to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Desenzo, Desenzo, who's an Ohio State player, <laughs> on he, my list. Yeah, he he had kind of a breakout year last year, and they may not be interested in trading him because who knows what's going to happen with Alex Bregman. So 
Um, maybe they hang on to him just in case. Jacob Melton is a good outfielder in the minors that they could probably trade for some help now. Trey Dombrowski, who I really liked in the draft last year, is on my list. And then Chaz McCormick is a guy they floated out there for pitching help last year. I don't know if they're still interested in doing that, but um, they floated him out last year. So my trade here is this, Trevor Steffen and Gabriel Arias for Jacob Melton. That's my first trade. I really like Melton. It feels a bit, it feels rich to me for Melton. Really? You don't like Melton yeah. that much? I, I feel like they're not. He's got, he's got a lot of moving parts in his swing and like yeah. he was good, but like he, he caved a lot in that promotion to double a, he was a guy who, you know, he's got some good raw tools. I thought it was a good second round pick, but there's a reason why he's the guy still standing in that system. I'm not sure there's anything plus. Like I, I probably wouldn't do Stefan for Melton head straight heads up right now, personally. Just because every team right That's now fair. needs relievers. And like well, you saw Kansas City wants to trade for relievers, out. Baltimore, you know, Philly. It just relieve there's a lot of value in relievers right now. Yeah, I just I feel like Melton could could be a helium guy here soon. But okay, so maybe Aria straight up for him. Um, my other trade here is Brian Rocchio and Nick Sandlin for Chaz McCormick and Trey Dombrowski. You get a, a minor league pitcher and you get an outfielder. You you move on from Rocchio, convert him to an outfield some outfield help, and you give the Astros some bullpen help. I, don't, I just I feel like it, it, the other way. Like I think I know McCormick was really good last year. Like I would do that in a heartbeat. I just don't know. Like I, I and I know he was floated, and and I totally agree with your assessment. And Dombrowski, he was, you know, um, Parker Messick, didn't he? Not he was down in the Carolina League when he probably should have been aggressively pushed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. This is a Houston special to leave advanced pitching in the lower minors and then have them produce like crazy walk and strikeout rates to increase trade value. Um, yeah, I liked him I, a lot in the draft, though. I thought, I thought, I, no, I did too. I. I thought that was a fantastic pick where they got him in the fourth round. He was one of my, yeah. might've been my best player available. I, 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 I feel like McCormick has more value. Like I, how many years, isn't it like five years of team control? I know he's already 28, three years team control. Yeah. Well, that's why I threw Rokio in there because I thought, you know, how much okay, value does Rokio have? It's a tough question. I mean, I was like looking he, at it from the Astros perspective that he didn't even, they don't know for sure if they're going to sign Bregman long-term. He didn't make MLB's top 10 shortstop prospect list. Did he, he may not be a top 100. He's probably not gonna be a top 100 prospect anymore entering this year. And McCormick had a 133 weighted runs created plus. He was worth almost four wins. Uh, had a positive defensive value in 115 games. I mean, I would, I would love to add him. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say, we'll say no on that trade. And then real quickly, I had Eli Morgan for Zach Desenzo. Um, I mean, I do that. I think both sides. I think that is a trade both sides have to think about, right? Like, I don't know what like, oh, it's a risk. I think Morgan would help them. Um. So I, you know, the other guy kind of looked at for fun uh, was Shea Whitcomb, who is not Cleveland's type at all, but hit a a whole ton of home runs last year while striking out. I was gonna, I was trying to pull up his his name here to look at the exact number of strikeouts he had because it was kind of terrifying. Is he for uh, sure a shortstop? Because I feel like he's no, no, I don't. I think he's probably a third baseman. I feel like I'm going to cough. Sorry, everyone. But he hit a combined 35 home runs last year, and then struck out over 30 percent of the time. Uh, he sold 20 was, bases too. He's a good athlete. Yeah, good athlete. 
Uh, he's an interesting guy, but he's not on my mind. So mine was uh, Alonzo Treadwell, who you and I both liked, who they took, who was well, hurt Alonzo out of UCLA, Treadwell. who's a big pitcher, and Desenzo. Um, and instead of Morgan, to me, like I like Morgan, but I feel like people be like, is he really? Because you're trying to trade him all the time. For me, I was like, can I do like Nick Sandlin, and then like a second tier player in the minors, a a Doug Ninkazy, a Jack Leftwich, someone that they maybe like from that tier because they do need more pitching depth so it's a degrade in pitching depth um you know we get a better maybe higher ceiling guy with treadwell to one of those kind of tiers for pitching and we get desenzo who hits who's big and right-handed and has great exit velocities but is a bit further away and they get a guy who they can slot into that bullpen because the the big talk was you know after adding you know hector norris Maton, and ryan stanick are probably not coming back so they need bullpen depth I'd be even willing to, you know, to bring it up and make it like, I don't know if I want to say Sandlin and Morgan, but something like that. You know, it's like, hey, Gaddis and Sandlin. Like, Gattis, I know people don't love Gaddis, but he's got two solid pitches. He's a nice depth option for a team in Houston that probably needs a little more depth. I would say Sandlin makes sense. Would you Would you throw in Will Dion? I feel like I, this is the problem with Cleveland. I'm not willing right to now. go with Dion. I, I'm willing to no. like go Messick. I'm willing to go like that. Tier, I think but... Messick might make sense there. I, yeah, this, I, I, I like left, which personally, but he did not have a good year last year. No. And he had these outs and elbow issues in the pros. That's the problem with Cleveland's pitching right now is it's like, it's the three guys in the majors. Cantillo's upside is, is there, but like the trade value is not quite as strong as you'd like. And then after that, it's, it's Daniel Espino. And then you have, you know, Messick and Dion and, that's kind of it. They don't have a whole lot to trade from in their pitching depth right now, and they need to hang on to who they have until they figure out. Like all those guys right now, their value is is kind of low. Like Nikhazy right now, to me is as much as I like Doug Nikhazy in the draft. I I just don't see the value. Um, but I I would be interested in that trade for sure. But I think it depends on who you're going to give them pitching wise. Uh, we can probably squeeze in the Athletics here really quick before we move on, but. I have the team formerly known as the Athletics. I have one trade, and it's just for Brent Rooker. Um, I have Tyler Freeman and Leftwich. I did throw Leftwich in here because he seems like a kind of pitcher that Oakland would like, but I realized the value. The problem with, with Leftwich is kind of much as I like him is I think he's probably a reliever, and he's also 25. Yeah. And he, he, like I said, he wasn't great last year, and he's battled some arm issues. Um, so I don't know. The upside here seems limited. But Tyler Freeman, to me, long ago, felt like an Oakland A's target, and and – they don't have any answer at, at, uh, at well, I guess second base Anything? right now is spoken for. Well, no, they have Geloff at second, who I know you didn't really love, but they don't have an answer at third or short. Like they have Abraham Toro, and they have right now their projected opening day shortstop is Daryl Daryl Hernez. I don't know who that is. So, yeah, they have Lemmy's Diaz. So, yeah, Brett Rooker for Freeman and, and Leftwich. Um, so, my trade is. You like Rooker, I like Ryan Noda more. So I want Noda and their comp B pick, which I think is like in the 70s. And the comp B pick isn't sexy. Uh, this is a team that maybe would be willing to talk guys who are closer. So for Noda, who is always a big, strong kid, lots of power at University of Cincinnati. Took him a while to kind of figure out the swing. But a lot of his contact profile stuff is is very positive. Um, you know, Hard hit, sweet spot, all that stuff getting the comp B for Valera and Freeman because Valera stuck behind Florial, but for Oakland, Hey, they get a guy who could, they can move me move right into that outfield 
and a guy who, you know, it's like by midseason, Valera should be in their outfield with as bad as they are. It's you're you're looking at Valera, Noda, and a year ago they would have done Valera for Noda, right? And then Compi Freeman. I mean, Freeman was drafted around the Compi, but they're getting two for sure bets uh, for a probably selling peak for Noda, and uh, I think his value might be a little lower than Rooker's, and that's why I'm also trying to get it. Always trying to get a comp pick. I know everyone is shocked. I wanted to target Oakland's comp pick in in uh, in these trades too, but I felt like Oakland probably just isn't going to trade it. That's my kind of feeling. That's why I didn't go after their comp. I just pick, so felt like you could you know go over their head and be like, "Hey, John Fisher, you want to save money? If you trade us the comp pick, you get to spend even less in the draft." And since John Fisher is reenacting the movie Major League in real life, he would, of course. I mean, every little dollar. And he was the only owner who was like, I'm not going to pay minor league players at all until everyone during COVID said, um, we're going to do it. And he got forced to. I mean, he is. I, listen, would he have again. to pay? Okay. Would George Would George Valera come cheaper this year than the Comp B pick? Probably. Because I guess your right. Comp B pick is getting over a million and Valera at yeah. best is making them league minimum. So, yeah, you're right. He would. Yeah. He would save money in the sh- in the in the short term, not maybe not the long term. But yeah, I mean, and, and as, as much as people care about the long complain, term, really, it's you do not have the worst owner in baseball because John Fisher is a hideous human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sign me up for both those trades. I, I mean, comp yeah. pick great. I think Valera's stuck here, and I, I just think he needs a new. Yeah. A I, new especially tra- after Florio, like. Fl- yeah. Like, isn't Valera and Florial the same player, but except, Valera's well, not as good yeah, of an except, athlete? Yeah, Florial's a center fielder, and Valera is definitely not a center fielder. That's the only difference. And I don't, I don't think you go out and acquire. Not that I think that you know Florial for sure is a a guaranteed. They're gonna, I mean, they're gonna give him a chance for sure. But I don't think you like you yeah. are. There's no guarantee how long you're gonna stick with him. And I don't think you do that if you think that Valera is gonna make an impact this year. I think they're definitely. The the hourglass is starting to tip on him. Uh, you what did you think he would be traded? So I'm just I did. To help I got, you out, dude. I got three weeks. Yeah, that was my hot take this offseason. Uh, shocker: the stove hasn't been working for Cleveland, unless you count Austin Hedges and, and Scott Barlow. That was a trade. Um, I'll give yours a thumbs up. Freeman and Leftwich for Rooker? Yes, no, maybe so. Uh, I'll give it a thumbs up. I, there's that part of me that goes, wasn't Rooker their all-star. And I wonder if there's any degree of like, we got to hold on to our all-star. He's <laughs> now when John Fisher's your owner, you don't, <laughs> we got to have, I mean, he's, he's, it's, he was, you know, he's still cheap and we got to have Anything someone to put on. Nailed to down and Rooker's not nailed down. So plus he's 30, isn't he in his thirties already Rooker? If he's not in his thirties, he's pretty close. He's 29. He's going to be 30 this year. So, okay. I would have I guessed Oakland, he was younger than that. So, He'll play okay. There. He'll play all year at age twenty nine. He's not going to be thirty until the season's over. So twenty nine, um, but he's a DH. Like twenty nine and DH, basically just dump him if you're Oakland because get the value now. You know. All right. Well, speaking of value, the Mariners they're trying to find hitting. Cleveland's trying to find hitting. I have no idea how that's going to work out. The Rangers. I have a blockbuster. The Rangers. I'll spill the beans on that now. That is my my blockbuster. Then explore those traits here coming up in just a little bit. We want to take a second and talk about our good friends over at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like 
live same game parlays, find bets in the new Explorer tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today. I'm going to go to FanDuel right now. Let, let's go see what FanDuel does on here. Can we find anything about MLB very quickly? Well, I don't want this to run on. So it is a very easy to navigate. I can see exactly where I need to to go to the sports book to get there. Check it out for yourself over at FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I wish the trades with the Mariners were layups. Um, these were This is a hard one to figure out, but I know they have a player you've been dying to get your hands on. That is Dominic Canzone, uh, an Ohio kid, Ohio State, right? Yep. Was he Ohio State? Okay. Yep, he was Ohio State. Trying to get your hands on him. And the Mariners have a comp pick at 69 as well, not far away from Oakland. So I think the Mariners, in order to get offense, they might be willing to give up that comp pick. I have two easy trades here. Uh, my first is Gavilarius for Dominic Canzone. I don't think Canzone is starting the year for the Mariners in the outfield. And Gavilarius really knocked him out. Open. Yeah, so if they're not going to have Canzone, Maybe they should trade him. Currently, the Mariners project now, again, um, roster resource is good for information. I don't know for sure projections 100%. But right now, Luis Urias is their third baseman, and Josh Rojas is their second baseman. I would be willing to put Gabilarius in front of both those guys. Urias has... Urias was okay for yeah. Uh, Milwaukee. But, but again, they're not, they're not... If Canzone is not starting the year in the majors, I would be willing to take a chance on Arias for Canzone. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I I have no issues with that one at all. Um, I again, I I guess for me, it's just like if he's not your shortstop, who's your? Sh- I guess it's you're just throwing Rokio in and running with it, or or um, am I trading Rokio to the Mariners maybe too? Because I have another yeah. trade. I have Rokio and I have Rokio to the Mariners for hand zone and the comp B pick. So that way you get the comp B pick and you're getting an outfielder. I feel like. Rokio has more than enough value to grab both of them. The question is, is it too much for Cleveland? But again, we keep questioning how much how much uh, value Rokio even has. Yeah. I mean, I, I would do that one as well. That doesn't – that is one does too not easy? scare me off. Um, what was that? Is it too easy of a trade for Cleveland, getting the comp in the <clears throat> zone? I mean – some people still really like Rokia. I mean, heck, it was Keith Law had him still like 25th mid year last year. He's still a top um, 100 some places. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he's just, and he's been one of those guys who's been loved forever. So it's just a matter of finding the right situation. Uh, yeah. If he's right suffering likes some, him. from some post process, from some, yes, post, fatigue post, for sure. Yeah. Prospect fatigue for sure. Okay. What do you got? I know you want Canzone. Who do you got? Well, actually, I wasn't going for Canzone at all. Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, what, I, I, no, I, I actually like the depth of this system. Um, I like Zach Deloach. They added back in. I like, uh, you know, Teddy McGraw was an interesting guy out of Wake. Um, what was it? Walter Ford, who they took two years ago. Uh, Vanilla, Vanilla Missile. Missile. That's my guy. It uh, is interesting. Uh, I, I also kind of like uh, Jonathan Clace, who's like really blocked there, who's the switch hitter with some speed and power. So I was trying to figure out what makes sense. And a year ago, Seattle fans got really mad at me. And listen, I love the passion of the Seattle fans. The fact we're mentioning that means this podcast is going to get like 200 extra views just because that's right. how passionate this fan base is. But everything I stated last year about the lack of depth ended up being true. And, you know, Sam Haggerty, Dylan Moore, those are not great pieces. 
Those are some so of those. Who, 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 who's, who's Cleveland getting? Uh, so I, I want to kind of so be a little crazy. Though, so. And I want to do Rokio and Freeman. I'm going to go all in on Arias as the shortstop. And if that doesn't work, then Jimenez and Brito. And I just want to clear up some of this. And I feel like, you know, Rokio is probably better at second base anyways, long-term and could be an upgrade for them next to. Uh, okay. So who's, who's coming back in return in Crawford. So I want the compy. I want, uh, I want the vanilla missile and um, we're sorry. I got too many tabs open here. Compy vanilla missile. Uh, and I would also like to get uh, Tyler Lockler. Nice who is a, another right-handed bat who has hit really well in the minors. You know, there's always been a question of like, is he going to be, is he going to hit well enough? You know, small school guy. So I'm, you know, you're trading uh, two players who have points who have been number one in Cleveland system. Now that doesn't really mean anything right now, but there's still value in those two guys who could help that team this year um, for some guys who are blocked, aren't quite there. So it's uh vanilla missile, Tyler Lockler, who I believe are both second round picks in 2022. And then that comp pick. I'm in. Yeah. Count me in. I tried to do a trade with Josh Naylor to the Mariners. Cause there were some rumors they were interested. I just couldn't find anything there, but it yeah. just, it, it's hard for this team to take the hit on trading a bat. It is. That was, it was always going to be a long-term play. They did that. All right. Rangers before we wrap this up. Uh, my targets for Texas were Leody Tavares and Justin Foscue. I've got one name I didn't put on there. I'll tell you in a second. But my first trade is Beaver and Sandlin for Leody Tavares. Straight up. I, I just don't think Cleveland does that. Like Tavares has a bastard oh, getting like a league field, average bat. League average. I know. Okay, at best, a league at average. Best. Okay. Miles Straw is miles below a league average bat. I know, but like, I, Shane, I think they're moving Shane Bieber's money and Nick Sandlin also gives you uh, controllable relief. I, I just don't think Cleveland's – I, th- I think the reason we haven't traded Bieber is because they're not willing to take like layout right. of Tavares straight up for so, him. So I think that's if – any, if, if anything, I think it's the Rangers who wouldn't do this deal, not Cleveland. I think Cleveland would do this. I, think I don't think either team would. does it. I, I think fair. Cleveland I would rather – I think because I just think like if if you're Cleveland, Tavares is already two years in. He's you know he is what he is. He's a solid defender. He's plus Miles Strong. Yeah. Um, All right, so that's a that's a no. Real quick, Bieber and Class A for Adolis Garcia. Because let's no. be honest, White Langford's going to be up this year. No. The Rangers need a, need a, need an ace reliever. That's not enough for Cleveland. Adolis Garcia's got multiple years of control. He is a he's known also, commodity in the outfield. He's a good defender. He's going to be 31 power. this year. And he's, care. you know, I don't, care. I don't think it's a one that's going to age. He's still got four years well. control, He's man. hitting, he's, he's hitting his arbitration. He's 61205. He's got three years of control. He's a 30 home run hitter. He's a good defender. I'm what are the home right the home away splits? I, I just think that class A's control is so valuable that class A right now How, yeah, okay. Garcia. You could get you could get qual- if not quantity, a little more. quality. I think I think I think uh and I don't think that I think Garcia Texas also tells you no because I don't think they're trading Garcia. That I could agree with you okay. last year. You got a point on the splits, by the way. I uh a it's seven fifteen road split, nine fifty nine at home. Okay. All right. yeah. I'm going to back off a little bit. All right, real quick before we get out of here, your Texas trade. I know you had a good one. Uh, I was going to basically, I mean, I was looking at you and I debated Foscue before it. This team needs more right-handedness in any form. So when I look at Texas, 
Um, overall, what they need is is some pitching to to help them out. So I was just going to try to see what I could put together. You know, maybe you could interest them in a. It, you know, it, it's it's the big debate for me of like how much do I want to pay? Uh, what are they willing to give up? And it's like, you know, do we talk Cantillo here? Do they need a little more? someone who could step in quickly in case some guys aren't healthy. Um, you know, is there a world where I could try to get a little bit more? And then I, you know, my idea for maybe a crazy trade would have been to offer Logan Allen for Tavares and Foscu yeah. because then they get someone who can help and the, you know, bringing in Tavares, bringing in Foscu could be two bats that help right away for, um, arguably your weakest starter but uh what has not been weak is is everyone who's joining us every single day on the show rating and reviewing coming and helps already thank our everydayers at the start of the show uh but i know kurt and bruce i'm sure will comment in this as well another of our constant everydayers so uh thank you all for joining us being a part of the fun and uh as always go go guardians go